All right, folks, ask us anything. So we actually got a question from a listener this week, and this stems back to a podcast that I think Kayvon and I recorded maybe two episodes ago, and it was about a, a gentleman who was exonerated after being wrongly convicted. And the, the listener wanted to know if once you're exonerated after being wrongly convicted, do you have the right to sue the state? What are your What are your thoughts, Dylan? Yes, <laughs> just just yes, absolutely. Um, we were briefly chatting about this the the Netflix documentary, and I'm I'm drawing a blank. I'm sure the listeners are well aware of of who that was and the gentleman that was um, wrongfully convicted. The short answer, as I said, is is yes. Obviously, as we've said many times before there is money justice in our system whether you agree with it or not that's how the system is designed and so there should be recourse you spent your life or decades or even a month or two or a year in jail um, at the result of a wrongful conviction then yes there's monetary compensation for that it's just a matter of figuring out what is that worth? So how do you figure that out? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what, what I found from an article that I, I read on the Pew Institute's website. They were talking about the compensation available to those that are exonerated for wrongful convictions. And you saw a flurry of these once evidence from DNA testing became legitimate available yeah yep. sure because that's when i think people were like they were criminologists and and the people that work these labs were able to look at blood samples and say that doesn't match your blood so that might not have been available when they were convicted right exactly i'm not saying that that doesn't excuse the misdealings or misgivings or, or the wrongful conviction but there is uh, there were a flurry of these cases that came about and what the government has said is that, and by government, I mean the federal government, because we're dealing with two different issues. We're dealing with, for our listeners that that don't know this, things that happen on a federal level don't necessarily mean that those same things have to happen on a state level. There are, There is a separation between the, the state the states and the way they govern their states and, and police powers and right. right. And the federal government, and I think we're seeing that right now with the coronavirus. Absolutely. I think people are understanding that even, even Trump said he's deferring to the states to reopen their states as they deem fit. Well, that, yeah, but that's an example. Sure. That's an example. He doesn't really have the power Correct. to, to <laughs> that's why you're shaking your head smiling. <laughs> so it makes him look like he's a hero, right. but he basically was just abiding by the law. Correct. Yeah. Saying, right. I, I don't really have the power to the open your state. Constitution of the United States. Right. Right. Exactly. So on a federal level, meaning whether if you're convicted of a federal crime and you're in federal, a federal penitentiary and then exonerated for that, the, the law says that you get $50,000 for every year spent in prison. 100,000 for every year spent on death row. Wow. I didn't know that they actually had a a specific enumerated number for that. So on the surface is that too high or too low? Oh gosh. 
I mean, let's get dirty. Let's get, I mean, you gotta, this is hard, right? This is the stuff we wrestle with. No, I, I mean, I don't think it is. Can you imagine, can you just simply imagine rotting away in a cell? Our system isn't necessarily designed for rehabilitation, right? It's, it's more punitive in nature. I think we're trying to do what we can to, to rehabilitate. But I say that because there's no luxury that they're living while in prison, okay? A 10 by 10 cell and the worst food you can imagine and maybe an hour of rec time per day. <laughs> People are going friggin' crazy on lockdown for quarantine with COVID in their own damn houses. With and, their Netflix. Uh, with their Netflix and protesting in the streets because they can't, they have to stay within their own home and to, to put a value on 50 grand for a year is, uh, you know, maybe I'm going to misspeak here, but on average, I would think what the annual salary within the United States is, is maybe what 30 to 50 lower than that. Yeah. Yeah. And so to say, we're just going to give you basically a little bit above what the average annual salary of an individual is to me seems wildly low so texas the state of texas good old texas who's tried to i think secede from the from the 50 (laughs) states every year i think they try to do it and they haven't been successful but look at listen to texas they give exonerees eighty thousand for every year and the exoneree is then eligible for an annuity payment after the release and over the last 25 years Texas has paid out roughly $93 million to those wrongfully convicted. But then listen to Wisco. Wisconsin pays $5,000. Oh my God. And they cap it at 25 grand. No. I'm not, I'm, I'm, it's right here in the story. That's I'm not making this up. That's crazy. Here's what I'll say though. I'm, you asked me, what is it worth? And I think I don't fault the individual states for coming up with a cap or a certain amount because it would be so difficult again to kind of go back to what is your life worth in a jail cell versus somebody else can you say that you know well he he had kids at home and so it should be worth more yeah i think i think so but the practical um institution of that is 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 difficult and so to cap it i guess i i don't fault them but (laughs) as it relates to wisconsin to say that i had that i mean that's what you're 10 years in a jail cell and sorry dude you're getting 25 grand but we messed up you know technology wasn't available too bad so sad here you go. Wisco, I'm going to shit all over you right now, but that is not a good look. That is not a good look right there. No, and it's not, but the voice has to come from, you know, the voters and the only way you change the laws is through is through legislation. So, you know, there could be changes and there should be changes in my opinion. Agreed. Well, stay tuned for the next chapter of this week's episode regarding customer service. And this is an interesting story and we'll get Dylan's thoughts on it because McDonald's has stepped up to help our frontline workers. We'll talk about that in just a sec.